This podcast is a Radio Mike original production. Head to radiomike.com.au to find out more. Hey guys, it's Mike here, the guy from the podcast. This is a special bonus episode. We don't usually do episodes on Friday. This is just a little bonus that is kind of like an appendage to the episode I did with Jack Post. Uh, Jack has, as if you've heard that episode, you'd know Jack has not read the Harry Potter books and he had just finished watching all the movies for the first time. So he had heaps of questions and things he wanted to know more about uh, from the movies and things he didn't understand and things like that. And it was really interesting just to hear Jack's thoughts because I don't know, I feel like it's always interesting. Uh, well, I've always wondered what it would be like to watch the Harry Potter films in order without having read the books. Cause I feel like there are so many different like just things that didn't get adapted that well or aren't explained that well in the books that in the films that would only sort of be understood if people had read the read the books first. So this was a really interesting chat. It's about half an hour long and uh, I'm really keen to do more bonus content on this feed for the podcast as well. And uh, yeah, the best way you can support this show is by uh, writing a review on iTunes and just giving us five stars and telling your friends. I think a lot of people would really like this pod. I'm finding it really fun doing it and I hope you're enjoying listening to it. So enjoy this little bonus thing and let me know at radiomikepod at gmail.com any kind of bonus content content you'd like to see that's Harry Potter related. I'm happy to host it here and do anything you guys want and will want to listen to. Cool. Enjoy this. 50 years after the events of the final Harry Potter books and Harry Potter is now headmaster of Hogwarts, ready to usher in a brand new generation of witches and wizards. My name's Radio Mike and I love Harry Potter. In fact, I love Harry Potter so much that when I was a kid, I wrote an entire series of fan fiction books based on Hogwarts. This is book one in that series. Welcome to Harry Potter and the Boys. Hello, Dobby lovers. And welcome to a bonus edition of Harry Potter and the Boys. This is a Harry Potter-based Q&A with Jack Post, someone who has just finished watching all the Harry Potter movies for the first time. So we're just going to talk about them, what you thought, any questions, any plot holes, things you don't understand. Jack's just going to throw them at me. I'm going to answer them. Firstly, what did you think of Dobby? I actually thought he was an annoying little bitch, especially when we first meet him. (laughs) And he's causing havoc for Harry Potter. Mm. You know, he's the Malfoy's house elf. Yeah, I just watched them all. Mm. Well, I think Dobby's kind of cool. He sacrifices himself for Harry in the end. Oh, yeah, and he makes a huge song and dance about... Harry makes a huge song and dance about burying Dobby, right? Yeah. Yet in the same movie, Hedwig, his owl who he's loved and owned for ages, dies, and he's just like, ah, Hedwig died. (laughs) 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 <laughs> yeah, it is a bit like that. But Dobby's like, oh, Dobby, I'm going to bury you without magic. Oh, have, a, have a sock. Oh, let's make a coffin out of socks. Let's put him in a sock. <laughs> yeah. Like people are dying left, right and centre who he loves, but he's like, Dobby, we must bury him. I must dig the hole myself. Mm. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, Dobby's an interesting character who has a much more prominent role in the books. Yeah. He appears in a lot of the books, whereas in the movies, he's only in Chamber of Secrets and the La- and Deathly Hallows part one right but, uh, in the books there's a big subplot where Hermione 
is trying to free house elves from slave labor. Um, oh, so wow. she runs an organization called Spew, which is like, I can't remember what it is. Something, something elvish welfare. Yeah. And uh, she tries to get everyone to join it. Not in the books at all though. So that's interesting. Not in the movies at all. Not in the yeah, movies at all. Yeah, because there is definitely a parallel to like, I mean, there's a few you could draw to like race and classism in Harry Potter yeah. with like the goblins and the house elves. And Pure bloods and mud bloods. Yeah. That's all pretty much yep. racism and yep. well, yeah, classism at, at the very least. But yep. uh, are there any, like, tell me, like, are there any other things in the movies that like didn't quite make sense to you that you want explained or questions or anything? Um. I should have definitely thought of some before we started. We just, yeah. to be fair, when I recorded the first Harry Potter and the Boys episode, we rolled straight into this mm. and I used up all my good questions <laughs> <laughs> in that last episode. Oh, no. Uh, you asked me something and I'll tell you if I knew what it meant. So did you, you know, Mooney, Wormtail, Padfoot and Prongs? The Marauder's Map? Yes. Like- oh, Marauder's Map is another one. Now, in the last podcast, we talked about why don't they just use the time travel all the time. Mm. The map, he should have used way more. Yeah. But do you know who Mooney, Wormtail, Padfoot and Prongs are? Is Mooney Mad-Eye Mooney? No. <laughs> okay. It's Mad-Eye Moody. Uh. So Mooney, Wormtail, Padfoot and Prongs are... So Mooney is Professor Lupin. Wormtail is Peter Pettigrew. Yep. Padfoot is Sirius Black and Prongs was Harry's dad. Oh, and Pad, were, Padfoot. Oh, they're Padfoot, all anamorphosis yeah. or whatever. Well, Lupin's a werewolf, but the others. So the story in the books is that the um, Lupin was a werewolf yep. when he was a very young boy and uh, it was up in the air whether he could attend Hogwarts as a student. Yeah. Because... Because um, they have such a strict safety policy, which yeah. you know they don't. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Dumbledore said, no, of course he can come. And then they built the Shrieking Shack... So once a month when it was a full move, he could go there to become a werewolf. Oh, right? wow. That's why it's called the Shrieking Shack. That's in the books. That's in the books, yeah. Oh. So um, then eventually James, uh, Sirius and Wormtail oh, find I've, I've out. Ju- I just thought of another thing but about the Shrieking Shack, okay. but I'll come back to it. Yeah. So eventually those three who were friends <clears throat> with Lupin find out or realise he's a werewolf and they decide, and this is something I've never really liked in the books, they decide at the age of 14 that they're just going to become animaguses, which is listed mm. often as an extremely difficult piece of magic that very talented wizards right. struggle to I do. I thought it was something they were born with. No, no, no. So you learn how to do it. Right. And you don't choose your animal or anything like yeah. that. And it's just, yeah, in in the in the books, it's like, yeah, they were just three really talented students. So they were just able, over the course of the year, they were just able to do it. And... The idea was if they could become animals, the werewolves only attack humans. They don't attack animals. So they'd go all go and hang out in animal oh, form. Right. Yeah. And then why? So if they chose what they could be. Mm. No, no, they don't. Oh, they choose. don't. It's but, based on your character. Right. Which is so, why Peter Pettigrew is a, is a mouse. Yeah, okay. Rat. I was going to say, because why yeah. would you choose the rat? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So what's the backstory of like Ron having the rat the whole time and he just never changed back into human? Yeah. So Peter Pettigrew lives as a rat. So... It doesn't, it sort of explains it in the movies, but basically uh, Peter Pettigrew has a, like a standoff, like Peter Pettigrew betrayed the Potters to Voldemort and then Sirius Black goes to find him, to kill him because he's so angry that he's basically helped murder their friends and betrayed them. And then Pettigrew causes an explosion with magic that kills heaps of muggles and then he chops his finger off and transforms into the rat. And the thing was... 
you have to register to be an animagus. Like basically like a car has to be registered. You have to register so people right. know. But because they did it illegally as students, they never registered. So no one actually knew that they were animagi. Right. And so oh, is that the plural? Animagi, yeah. <laughs> so Peter Pettigrew cut his finger off to look like that was the last remnant of himself in yep. the explosion. And then Which they should have done more investigation. Same with when Harry Potter finally dies mm. and they're just like, Is he dead? And yeah. and the mum's like, Yep. Yeah, no, he's yeah, <laughs> yeah, good, he's, yeah, he's, he's dead. He's We're dead really dead. dead. Be, yeah. Well done. Good yeah. stuff. Like, wouldn't you just come like always in a cop movie, they'll come and give like one last Final. shot in Well, not in a cop movie, in maybe a terrorist movie. No, yeah, like sorry, the bad guy in <laughs> right, a cop right, movie. Right. Yeah. Like the cops don't <laughs> usually do that. <laughs> cops tend to not do that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, actually, I mean these times, who knows? But um yeah, and then that's how Sirius was framed for that crime of killing all the muggles, and they that's why people believed he was working with Voldemort, yeah. right? However, my thing has always been you may have noticed in movie four, they have the truth potion. And I always wondered yeah. why in a universe yeah. where there is a truth potion, is there even a legal system? Yeah. Well, is there like, why do they yeah. have trials? So true. <laughs> like what? Yeah. Why did Harry Potter have to go and say he wasn't lying about yeah. seeing Voldemort? Yeah. Just give everyone a spoon <laughs> of truth potions. Like, yeah. Hey, like if you're telling the truth, that's fine. Yeah. I mean, like just, Hey, serious black, did you kill all those muggles? No, I swear I didn't. Truth potion. No, I swear I didn't. Okay. Well, he's telling the truth. Right. Yep. And then Sirius goes to prison for like 13 <laughs> years for a crime that they literally just have to give him a potion and find out that it's the truth. Yeah. All with the, that whole room of potions and like, and Snape says, you know, when they, when they go into like build polyjuice and by yeah. the end of it, they freaking love polyjuice. They're yeah. polyjuicing up and down all yeah. the time. Um, <laughs> where are they getting all that, those potions then? But that doesn't matter. Yeah, they yeah, get, yeah. Let's assume they can get them. Mm. What I don't like is that nobody seems to know what anything is in the universe, like, before they need it, like the gillyweed to breathe underwater. Mm. Like, it shouldn't there be a Google or something like, <laughs> you know, like, Google. like how to breathe underwater or Magic, like, yeah. just ask anybody, like, why does it have to be buried in a book somewhere? Mm. But Snape's got it in his office. And that recurs throughout the whole thing where I feel like there's just more moments where if you were a wizard and you were a wizard every day, you would just know more about the wizarding. wizarding. Yeah. yeah. Like even like, um, what's that animal? The buckbeak is hippogriff. Yeah. And, and they're all like, what is that, Hagrid? It's like, well, I know what a horse is. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I know all the things in my realm, so why don't you know all the things in Wizarding Realm? Yeah, that's, and, that's fair. And every step of the way, like, just get used to you guys live in a wizard school and magic happens because every time, like, someone raises someone up, they're like, wow, did you do that? It's, <laughs> it's the magic, guys. You live in a magic Wait, school. is that magic? <laughs> Mum doesn't do that one at home. She like, chops the tomato. <laughs> Hagrid, what is that? It's like, it's something magic, guys. Come on. You yeah, go to the magic yeah. school. So, like, amazing magical things yeah. should just be normal. Just be more commonplace for you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Did you understand... Much oh, like, sorry, let me ask you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is going back to the thing where they pretend Hogwarts is really safe, but it's so super dangerous. Mm. And the sh Shrieking Shack reminded me, maybe it's not in Hogsmeade, but that idea of like they go off to Hogsmeade. Yeah. In the same year that Harry Potter can't go because he didn't get a p 
permission slip signed by his parents to just go into the town next to Hogwarts, yeah. Hogsmeade, is the same year that they put him into the Triwizard Tournament where he's like fighting oh, dragons. The year before, but, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, but like, yeah. isn't that like, but also, you, need, you need a permission slip to go into Hogsmeade, but you don't need a permission slip to go yeah. and fight dragons. Yeah, I'll I'll give that one a, a, a parlay because he, he didn't submit... Like it was a it was a curse that allowed him to get into the tournament. Yeah, but still, don't you go Someone like oh, could well, just we... be like, oh well, obviously you just don't do it. But Dumbledore's like, no, it's a binding contract with the god. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of that binding contract. But, and and stuff. the other thing I think about that is like, um, when in Prisoner of Azkaban, like he doesn't get the note from Uncle Vernon, right? Yeah. And Dumbledore and McGonagall are fully aware of Harry's abusive home life. It's like, no, nope, you can't go. It's like, yeah. but you know, my uncle won't yeah. sign it. He, he just won't do it. Surely Dumbledore can be like my my like foster guardian, like just to say, yeah, you can go, Harry. It's okay. Even sending him back to the, du- what are they called? The Dudleys, the, the Dursleys, Dursleys. The Dursleys. Even sending him back there. Like, I know he goes and stays at Ron's sometimes, but wouldn't mm. you just, like, never go back there and you so go... So, there's an in-universe explanation for that, which isn't touched on, on in the films, which is essentially that um, there is a charm that has been placed on the Dursley's house by Dumbledore that essentially the charm, as long as he is underage, uh, it's something like that is a, that place is, like, a safe place, safe house for him. Oh, uh, yeah. Until and they did sort of explain that in the... In the part one of the last yeah. film where they're like, he as soon as you leave here, they'll know we're moving. Yeah, yeah. So, and that's, and that's why where the Hed- Hedwig dies move. and he doesn't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, like, there is an explanation for that, which is, um, and but also the other thing is, like, I'm not sure how the movies uh, communicate this, but, like, the reason Harry survives after, as a baby, when Voldemort tries to kill him is because Lily... Like the, loves, the love of a mother sacrificing so yeah. for his son is a yeah. powerful magic. Yeah. And then everyone like acts like this is like an unheard of thing. But surely in the, in the history of the universe, a mother has laid her life down for a child and this is a known thing. Like, do you know what I yeah. mean? It actually kind of implies that everybody else that Voldemort killed didn't love each other. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, but it goes back to that thing that like there's, too, there's too many points in it where nobody knows about... Stuff. stuff that would just be common knowledge or at least talked about mm. like the theory of like oh you can do this like even when they learn about polyjuice potion no they didn't know about it hermione told them about it yeah, like yeah, wouldn't yeah. that be one of the first things you tell your friends is like oh there's a way like it's hard to do but there's a way we can just like be there pretend and, to be dumbledore yeah. and go to all these parties and shit and then <laughs> <laughs> all, the, all the dumbledore parties we can pretend to be him and that goes to like um, there's too many, and th- I guess this is just for the story to always keep the mystery going or like um, throw people off the scent of what the real story is. Mm. But they just don't explain to each other enough. Like Dumbledore's always talking in mystery to him. Yes. Like, what would it kill you to just tell Harry <laughs> yeah. the plan? Like, hey, this is how we're going to do it. Yeah, that's one of the main gripes a lot of fans have, which is that Dumbledore is always <laughs> unnecessarily yeah. ambiguous with Harry. And it's like, oh, Dumbledore must have wanted me to find out for myself. And it's like, you, Dumbledore, you could have told just, me from the start about the hog, horcruxes and stuff yeah. like that. Like, Just Dumb- even little things like the, like the snitch, like... 
you can like the snitch is going to have messages in it. Like yeah, yeah, put yeah, it up yeah. to your mouth because that's how you caught yeah. it when you first <laughs> Instead got it. Instead of eye open at yeah. the close. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, Dumbledore's deliberate ambiguity is is a very annoying. E- thing. Even actually going back to the um, Peter Pettigrew thing and where they they want to kill Wormtail, right? Mm. When they when they first meet Sirius Black, and as a viewer, you think Sirius Black is still the bad guy. Yes, he wakes up. And he's like, we got to kill him. Only one person dies tonight. They don't so at any stage. Like, hey, Harry, I need to tell yeah, you something. Yeah, exactly, yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Just go like, hey, guys, this is going to sound crazy. Hear me uh, out. Great to see you. This is crazy. I've got a truth yeah. potion right here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All of this is true. I'm not lying. Yeah. I'm yeah. not trying to kill you. The person, and when we say <laughs> yeah. one person has to die, and you won't know it's the rat because you don't know the rat's a person. Yeah, and he says it so angry. He's like, only one will die tonight. He's like, it'll be you. It's like, no, 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 no. It's Peter Pettigrew. Yeah. And there's even a part where you think Lupin and Sirius Black are uh, both bad. Contract. So you're like, yeah. oh, guys, just but, I mean, that, I do like it because Lupin, you, you've got to imagine that Lupin has uh, made or is at least sort of aware that maybe Sirius like claimed that he was innocent, right? You've got to imagine that maybe Lupin at some point heard like Sirius must have testified that he was innocent in whatever trial there was. Yep. And so I actually like that moment where Harry says to Professor Lupin, "Hey, um, I saw on the map someone that I know is dead, and it's Peter Pettigrew." And then you see this look on Lupin's eyes, and he's like. That's not possible. He's like, well, that's what I saw, right? Hmm. And then Lupin, who's Mooney, who created the map, knows that the map doesn't lie. Yeah. And I just think that moment you kind of see Lupin go, oh, my God, Sirius is innocent and he was telling the truth. Like, that's what I think he's thinking in that moment. Yeah, right. Because, he's putting it all together. Yeah, he's at, when, yeah. The other thing that um, I've mentioned on this pod before, but, like, um, Fred and George, who had the Marauders map before Harry, never noticed that, every night next to Ron's bed, there was a man named Peter Pettigrew next to him on the map. And like, like the, no so one true. ever brought it up. Like that Peter Pettigrew was just there. Yeah. It, Cause it always just showed like, it was like Snape, Dumbledore, yeah. Malfoy. There's hundreds like, of there's kids. Yeah, there should the be kids character. everywhere. Yeah, it's literally like, uh, like Fred and Josh must be like, oh, Ron, Hermione, Harry and Peter are out again. Never see that Peter guy. Maybe he's got the invisibility cloak on. He must be ugly. <laughs> so <laughs> no true. one ever thinks of it. Yeah. The other thing in the book is that, um, you know how Hermione's cat keeps chasing after Wormtail? Yes. So, um, oh, that's a person. No, but in the book it's implied that the cat under the cat knows that it's a person. The cat, no, I, I, it's not actually a cat. It's some other species that's like a cat. Yeah, but that's more of a. They do do that bit well, I'll say, because that the cat versus rat thing and how Ron and Hermione keep arguing. You think it's just in there because yeah, well, just to show they're flirting, like that. Yeah, because you by the end of it. You, you want them to get to, together so badly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wish there was a whole another movie after number seven that was just about Ron and Hermione's life. Cursed Child has a bit about that. Yeah, I have but seen Cursed Child, but... Oh, no, I've seen it. I've seen the play. Oh, cool. But I can't really remember what happens. Yeah, okay. Um, what about stuff like... Were there any characters that you just didn't know where... Because a lot of characters in the movies okay, just appear, yeah. but in the books they've kind of been there the whole time. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I've got one. Um, when... Uh, Mad Eye is a yeah. uh, Polyjuice Potion Barney guy. Crouch Junior, yeah. Which, at what point was he like that all year? Yeah, was he, he was like, like that, that the whole year? The whole year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So that's again another one that it, there's so much more on that in the book. So yeah. it's kind of like in the movies, you almost don't even realize it's the guy from the flashback. No, yeah. It's yeah. so <laughs> just like, oh wait, what? Um, but yeah, the, all of that plot line is um is a much bigger deal in the in the book. 
Yeah. A, a lot. So Harry time. never met the, the Mad Eye. No. Bef- oh, right. Okay. No. And he even says in the next book with Professor Umbridge, he's like, uh, you know, Professor, like he's talking about all the past defense against the dark arts teachers. And I think he's like, even Professor Quirrell and Professor Moody were actually pretty good teachers, despite the fact that they were like actually evil. Like Professor Cruel's the guy with the turban. Yeah, yeah, and stuff. yeah, right. Um, but yeah, he never met the real Moody yep. until the end of the book. Why has Voldemort got a flat nose? Uh, that one is just because, like, they say that as he split his soul with the Horcruxes, he just became less and less human, and right, I guess started to become more snake-like. Which you know, a snake is like the figure of evil in the in the books. Yeah. Hey, one thing on the Moody thing that I just realized is that. So Moody, the real Moody, never actually got a chance to teach the class. And then when that's all unveiled, do you think Dumbledore's just like, ah, oh, it's not working out. You're not, we're not going to renew your contract. It's like, but I didn't even get a turn. It's like, yeah, we're not. We're going to get someone else next year. <laughs> so why would he then teach them? So if he's the bad guy, right? What's the bad guy? Barney Crouch Jr. He's the bad guy in his body. Why did he want to teach him the spells about killing people? Uh, I think it... Oh, I'm not sure. It, I think it is part of the curriculum that you learn the unforgivable curse. No, because Hermione's like, we're not up to that yet. We should oh, not right. be learning this. I mean, maybe, yeah, I think maybe he's just crazy. But yeah, they, I mean, you're not really supposed to see, though. I guess you wouldn't You wouldn't learn that. That's like going to school and being like, all right, so this is how you kill someone with a gun or t- try it on this spider. So you, you just fire it in right in the heart. Yeah, that is and kind of And as weird. well, if you're the enemy of Harry Potter and everybody, like the students, yeah. why are you teaching them how to do the spells that are going to kill somebody? Because like they're all so good-hearted, they'd never use the spells, I guess. Yeah, but like again, if it's the gun analogy, it's like yeah. I'm trying to kill you, but I come into a class and show you all like my this tactics. is it. This is how you load the gun. This is make sure to take the safety off here, and then mm. you just aim it at my heart, yeah, or aim it on my head, shoot me through the, yeah. Yeah, wherever you want, really. Yeah. yeah, no, I'm not sure about that actually. Mm. What about like you? You mentioned Luna Lovegood. You didn't get Luna Lovegood, or you didn't? Understand? Oh no, I just thought her. I that was one character I imagined had more to play in the books mm. because. In the movies, she was there and they were treating her like, you know, they put a lot of emphasis on her, but for the story of that movie, there was no real point of having her there rather than give Harry another friend who's, like, gone through trauma of some type. Yeah. I think in the books she was... I I do think she only really becomes a main character in the books in the fifth book, but she's mentioned a couple times in passing. and, And that's kind of what I did like about the books is that... For example, Scabbers the Rat is there from the first book and you just think it is a rat and then it becomes such Do you think she planned them all in advance or do you think she went back and been like, hey, that put that rat in there, maybe I'll make it a human? I think she had a v- pretty strong idea of where everything was going to go as it was going. Yep. And then I think after, it, when she started introducing the wizards pooing, vanishing <laughs> their poo, I think she was like... That's why, nah. that's why I only got to seven books. Yeah. Luna Lovegood at one point in the very last movie, mm. they're... They go to Dumbledore's brother's house and they walk through the painting Mm. and back into the school. Luna had just been, like, released from the prison with them. Yeah. And then she's at the school in her school uniform and stuff. (laughs) And also in that movie, one thing I hated was Cho Chang is there in uniform, but she was a year above Harry, so she would have graduated the year before. Oh, maybe she got held back. Maybe she got (laughs) (laughs) in your last year. Yeah. Um, But I all, like... She's also, I think she's also on the train in part one when the Death Eaters go on the train. A lot of the last two movies were, I think, 
they were just like trying to get everyone back and like there's actually one really funny cameo like blink and you miss it where do you remember in the first two movies there's that guy oliver wood who's the captain of the yeah. team yep. the irish guy in the last movie <laughs> during the battle of hogwarts he flies past on a broomstick He's there and you barely see him, but he just flies past in the battle as a cameo. Oh, right. Yeah. But he's not going to the school anymore. He's just... No, he's just there for the Battle of Hogwarts. <laughs> but yeah, just like the last few movies, I think, were just like, let's just get everyone. And then there's students who just never come back again. Like mm. the kid who took photos of Harry Potter and loved Colin him. Colin Creevy. And then you yeah. just never see him again. So in the books, in book four, he has a brother, Dennis Creevy, who mm. also comes to the school. Last book, Colin Creevy dies in the Battle of Hogwarts. Oh, no. Yeah, so Colin Creevy. But then there's also a character in, I think he joins in book five. He's a character called Nigel with red hair, who's like the new annoying young kid yeah. who follows Harry around a bit. And he's not in the books at all. Yeah, he's, he's not in the movies at like all. like Colin Creevy. Yeah, he's yeah. not in the movies. No, he's not in the books at all. Oh. Like, there's a char- he's a character created for the movies that's almost, like, similar to Colin Creed. Wait, I don't remember him. He's in the movies. Yeah, he's called Nigel. He has red hair. He's in, like, Order of the Phoenix. He's in Dumbledore's ar- army and stuff. Oh, he's right. He's, like, a second-year kid who, like, is around a bit. Yeah. And then why, oh, why does um, Crab and Goyle, like, one of them just disappears, like, halfway through and then it's a different kid? Yeah, so uh, the actor who plays Crab mm. was sent to jail for, like, a... Uh, he he first got in trouble with the law because he was like distri- I think either using magics pos- around muggles <laughs> had, had possession of like weed or something like way too much weed to have on your possession but then he was part remember when there was like those London riots a few years ago yeah yeah so he was like in the London riots and he like did a lot of damage and he's in jail now. So he wasn't allowed, well, he might be out now. He wasn't allowed to be part of that last film. So they got that other actor who was a character in called Blaze Zabini and he was in Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince, uh, the movie as well. Yeah, you'd seen him before, but he wasn't really like his buddy. Yeah, but he just replaced Crab in that. And also- in the books, it's meant to be Crab and Goyle. Yeah, so in the movie, in the book- Crab dies in that room mm. with the fire. Yep. In the in the movie, Goyle dies instead. Yep. Um, but yeah, so there's a few moments like that where, where a lot of people who didn't understand why Crab wasn't there were just like, is that Crab? <laughs> and just thought they'd change the actor or something. Yeah. Um, but, but they yeah. made him black, so I thought they were going for like, this is definitely, we're not, tr- well, no, I just like, we're not trying to cover up that it's the same not guy. Yeah. It's it's just a different friend. You yeah, got to yeah, trust yeah. us. Yeah. There, There's also like the... um. The right at the end, that just reminded me of like when they're, um, what do they, what's the spell they do to flick the wand out of each other's hands? Uh, Expelliarmus. <clears throat> Harry Potter says, oh, the reason the, the wand belongs to me is because Malfoy, Draco, Expelliarmus, Dumbledore, and mm. then I Expelliarmus him. Mm-hmm. So the wand is my. Really? Yeah. But how, but what if like. Because that, that's not the one that he's holding. It wasn't like Draco was holding the Elder Wand. What if, like, three different people had expelliarmus him? Yeah, so... F- yeah, so Dumbledore was the owner of the... No, no, sorry. Yeah. Dumbledore, Dumbledore was the owner. Yep. Malfoy disarmed him. Therefore, Malfoy became the master. Yep. However, Voldemort believes that Snape is because Snape killed Dumbledore. But yep. Voldemort is wrong. But, yep. yeah. Um, and then Harry disarms Malfoy. So... He- do you have to disarm and die? No, obviously. No, Draco you just have die. to disarm. So what if, what if like three people disarm Dumbledore in a year? Is it just the one? But Dumbledore's not going out doing fights. All those parties you talked yeah. about. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I mean, yeah. So the wand, 
Okay, Malfoy it's, okay. was the Elder One's master, then Harry was. And that's why when Voldemort had it, he couldn't kill Harry because the wand would never kill its yep. own master. So Draco never knew that he was the master No, of Draco it. never knew. Okay, and then, but what if it's not impossible to think more than one person would Amos Draco Malfoy? Yeah, I wouldn't say so. Like, he was living at home with his parents, like, undercover. He wasn't really going out very much. But that whole battle they, at the yeah. end? Uh, I mean, but... But Harry took over the wand in Malfoy Manor at the end of Deathly Yellows Part 1. That's when he gets the wand off Malfoy. Right. Yeah. Because um, it didn't yeah. really matter then. Actually, it didn't ever matter if uh, Harry Potter actually owned the wand, was the master of the wand or not, as long as Voldemort's not the master of the wand. Yeah, but the wand wouldn't kill Harry because it wouldn't kill its own master. Oh, so if he right. wasn't the master, maybe it would have killed yeah, him. Yeah. I'm not really sure. Like, I always felt like the ending Ah, got him. Finally no, found his weakness. <laughs> and that's Harry Potter and the boys for you for another week. Yeah. Well, that was really fun, Jack. We should do another one of these. And if you think of anything, send them in. All right. But yeah, thank you for watching and listening, everyone. Thanks, guys. See you, muggles. <laughs> oh, oh, don't say that. Don't, 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 don't. <laughs> That was fun.